0: everybody this is peter Ravella. and i'm host of the local control podcast on the american shoreline podcast network the show that brings you first-hand perspectives from local government officials around the american shoreline and we're going back to visit our favorite mayor on the new jersey coast uh joe mancini from long beach township new jersey Uh, Joe was on a couple of times last year talking about the preparation going into the summer season of COVID and how that uh, year kind of unfolded last year. So we're going to talk to Joe again and uh, see how things are looking going into the 2021 tourism season on the Jersey Shore. So before we dive into that, a couple of uh, messages from our sponsor.
1: The American Shoreline Podcast Network and CoastalNewsToday.com are brought to you by... LJA Engineering. With 28 offices along the Gulf Coast, the folks at LJA Engineering are at the top of the craft in the areas of coastal restoration, coastal infrastructure, rivers and channels, numerical modeling, disaster recovery, and design and construction oversight. Be sure to check out their brand new coastal resilience department headed up by ASPN's own Peter Ravella. Find them at LJA Com. Be sure to subscribe to the Coastal News Today Daily Blast newsletter at CoastalNewsToday.com for daily updates on the events and news that shape the coastal discussion. Want to support the discussion and promote your company? We have sponsorship packages available now. Email me to learn more at Chloe at CoastalNewsToday.com. That's C-H-L-O-E at CoastalNewsToday.com. Hope to hear from you and enjoy the show.
0: Well, Joe pleasure to have you back on the the local control podcast on the american shoreline podcast network thanks for taking time out of running the town to talk to us
2: thanks peter for having me back it's a pleasure
0: well joe the jersey shore one of the most popular shorelines in in america highly visited you've been the mayor for a long time your family has a deep history in long beach township How did you do last year? How was summer 2020 with the COVID uh, pandemic circulating around the country? How did you do last year, Joe?
2: Well, the town in general in Long Beach Island was, uh, we were really overcrowded. So we had everybody out of the, um, you know, this uh, New York City, Philadelphia, uh, vacationing on Long Beach Island. Uh, because, as you know, when you cross the bridge onto an island, the virus ceases to exist in their yeah. minds. So we were mobbed. Um, it, it, it all worked out well. Uh, we had pre-planned uh, for our restaurants uh, how to open. Uh, we gave them a two-month head start, and they all opened uh, on June 1st with outside seating and tents. And uh, it worked out great, uh, actually, uh, we created a nightmare. Nobody wants to eat inside anymore. So so uh, moving on to this summer, uh, we're just going to continue the uh, same format that we had last summer. So the outside seating uh, was a real winner. And uh, we didn't lose any um, businesses uh, per se. Uh, during the uh, pandemic, it was uh, it was very strong down here business-wise.
0: Wow, you know, if you looked at your local sales taxes or or other indicators of spending in the town, did the uh, town budget take a hit last year, or did it look like you guys maintained your tourism economy level historically?
2: We, yeah, we uh, we maintained. Uh, we were fine, actually. Our uh, beach badge sales were up. Uh, about 15 percent uh we don't have a local sales tax uh, so i can't monitor that but okay. I, I i know uh, rentals uh home rentals were very strong the hotels were a little hit and miss because people were still um very uh, wary about you know how do we get into a motel who was there before whereas if you rent a house you know it's it's really cleaned well in your you're pretty much with the same, you know, with your family or friends in, in that house for a week or two. So, yeah, um, hotels were a little spotty, but everybody else was great. Well, I
0: know that uh, last year when you were talking about outdoor dining, there was a decision made by the town, I think to close some streets and to allow the restaurants to spill out a little bit. Did that actually take place And I
2: assume it worked out? Yeah, everything worked fine. We didn't actually have to close any streets, but what we did was we allowed them to put the seating out in their parking lots okay. and uh, on the public sidewalks, uh, and it, it really worked out well. Everybody, like I said, we created a monster. This year, nobody wants to eat inside.
0: Well, it's nice. I got to tell you, when the weather's pretty <laughs> and the and the air's nice and the sea breeze is great and, you know, you get a little sunshine, it it's a great way to... Yeah, it's a great, it's a great way. And it puts people on the street, a
2: little more interaction, a little more pedestrian uh, Yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. It was excellent. And uh, we didn't have any um, true outbreaks. Uh, and They were all kind of isolated um, situations. Uh, so we were, we were, uh, everybody was social distancing. Everybody was behaving Uh, Except for at nights. At nights, we had some problems with uh, our younger uh, visitors, the uh, 14 to 18 year olds. We had to put a curfew in uh, because uh, all of a sudden they they would do a flash mob somewhere at 10 Mm. o'clock and there'd be 250 young people. Nobody's social distancing and and, uh, just giving you know, they're just raising hell. And, uh, yeah, 15 to
0: 18-year-olds at the beach. At That's the a, beach. A at recipe night. for, you know, I don't know about acting out, but certainly, you know, not paying attention to the rules is sort of what it's like <laughs> when you're in that point in your life. <laughs> yeah, this
2: is, and the neighbors, you know, get a little shocked when they see that amount of people walking down the street at nine, ten o'clock at night. So, um, it, we worked through it. Uh, everybody behaved by the time Labor Day came. So we were good. Everything that, worked. That
0: sounds great. And I think you you mentioned that the, the short-term rentals, I know going into summer of last year, the town was considering restrictions on short-term rentals uh, and uh, trying to maybe reduce the amount of people coming into the community uh how did your short-term rental policy work uh, last year? And what are you planning to do in 2021?
2: Well, last year we had a problem with uh, Airbnb uh, where people were coming down for three days uh, and we didn't know where they were coming from. We had, you know, uh, everybody was supposed to shelter in place and all of a sudden our neighborhoods were just loaded. Hmm. Uh, like I said, people, you know, always believe you're at the shore, that there were no problems here, no virus, anything of that nature. So it was a, a it was a real problem. Um, it was very tough to enforce. Uh, actually, it was almost impossible to enforce because there's uh, 18,000 homes on the island, and uh, you know, the, uh, to have our police officers drive around and check tags. Uh, it was just it, it was absolutely impossible, right. but it was there. And we did enforce it when, it, when uh, a particular home became problematic. So we had some teeth in, in enforcement. So it worked mm. out that way. Uh, this year, we're not changing uh, anything. Short term rentals uh, really have not been an issue since last spring. <clears throat> so the summer rentals are as normal. they are one week rentals and uh, they're doing, I mean, this place is going to be full again this summer.
0: Well, when you say it's full, I think if I if I remember right, the the population of the town somewhere in the neighborhood of six thousand, but in the summertime, your population is in the tens of thousands. Tell our audience a little bit about what's the normal yeah, we, population and what you get when when it's fully blowing and going in the summertime.
2: Yeah, we're about um, we're up to about eighty five hundred year round. Okay, and by June fifteenth, uh, the island has. Uh, we're we're pushing seventy 000 to eighty thousand people. Wow! Um, you know, on, on a nightly, ba- you know, daily basis, uh, with with the day traffic coming over to use the beach, we have another fifteen to twenty thousand people. So we push up to a hundred thousand. Uh, now, what happened during the pandemic was our eighty five hundred grew to about thirty thousand uh, on a full time basis. Is and, that right? Uh, yeah, uh, quite frankly, we did not have uh, the personnel uh, as a municipality and a police force to gear up that quick. And our local businesses, like uh, the, the biggest store on the island, is an Acme food market. In the wintertime, they have 35 employees. In the summer, they have over 200. Mm. So we couldn't, nobody could find uh, help. Uh, nobody, I mean, we just couldn't uh, gear up quick enough. Uh, for example, uh, our township, uh, in the wintertime, we have about 125 employees. Uh, in the summer, we have over 500. So it's, um, wow. and we gear up for June 15th. But, you know, in the uh, last spring, um, going into the summer, you just can't, like, flip on a switch and right. hire 400 people.
0: They came early. The town, uh, The town's employment quadruples in order to handle that huge yeah. summer surge but uh with with covid you're saying that people escaped the city came down and started living permanently in the town from eighty five hundred maybe to thirty thousand people resident uh, before the summer season that's a big change and a big challenge I would think for the mayor and the council and the police and everybody else he's got to got to run the services for the city
2: yeah uh, Peter uh they are not arbitrary numbers either. the the month of, um, I think it was April, March or April of last year, uh, we had 20,000 cars that more that came on the island than left. So, you know, you figure one and a half to two people in a car, uh, you know, the 30,000 might be a really conservative number days. Yeah. I mean, looking at the food markets, um, their shelves were all bare and uh tp was worth more than bitcoins back then
0: (laughs) we should have all been investors we could have just gotten a you know gotten an 18-wheeler hauled it over there and made a big buck you know absolutely it's got to be absolutely but uh well mayor after after a year of running a beach town uh in in the covid era are you uh are you are you still standing are you happy to be the mayor are you uh how you how you doing personally how's the council and everybody getting along are you guys uh did you did you come through it okay
2: oh yeah yeah we have uh we have a three uh, person commission form of government and the three of us um i've been mayor for 13 years now and we've never had anything but a unanimous vote on anything
0: good grief uh, you know
2: yeah we really work together great and Uh, you know, we negotiate our differences before we go out into the public. And so, uh, you you know, we're professional. Um, uh, One of my commissioners, uh, our commissioners, is a uh, radiation oncologist. So he is a, uh, you know, he would do um, our local podcasts on how, you know, uh, give us the real uh, down and dirty on the virus, how to act, uh, answer questions. So, uh, our our residents were well very well informed that's outstanding oh yeah yeah so we um you know we're a part-time group here uh but last year it was i spent more time here than i did in my business so but it was fine it, it worked out well and uh, uh it, as well as can be expected and uh i can we kind of surprised ourselves we we got Fantastic. through it and away we go Congratulations.
0: I know that when we talked last May, uh, when you were on the local control podcast, there was some concern that, you know, it's an an older resident population. I think the median age is 60 plus. Uh, There was concern about the health of the resident population, whether the virus would spread within the town through the visitors. Obviously, that did not occur. Doesn't sound like that problem arose for you guys.
2: No, we were uh, we were fine. Uh, we have a local health department uh, that, um, you know, we our average age is the highest Long Beach Township and um, highest of all municipalities in the state. We're sixty six years old. Wow, um, the average resident. Uh, you well, know, if you went down to beach in the summertime, it'd be twenty two years old. But uh, the actual year round, uh, like I said, we we kept everybody informed. Um, Our phones were always uh, available. We always took calls uh, and, uh, you know, we did uh, food delivery service free. Uh, We had a lot of volunteers doing different things and just in general, just everybody was being a good neighbor. Uh, So it, you know, it worked out. It was, you know, it was difficult. It was challenging, Uh, but I'm going to say 99.5% of us survived in, yeah, Look, looking forward. Uh, everybody's getting vaccinated, and hopefully that works, and we hit herd immunity, and let's get back to normal.
0: Yeah, we're on the way. Uh, I've had my first one, and next week I'll get the second dose. I'm doing the Pfizer routine, and really looking forward to uh, to getting Good. that and having the ability to travel. I'm looking forward to getting down to the Texas coast when I get that vaccine. So, yeah, uh, absolutely, seems absolutely. to be working and, um, out.
2: Yeah. New Jersey, we don't it, we don't really know what's happening yet as far as like a vaccine card. Uh, but I think that's going to going to be very important uh, hmm. for travel and everything. Uh, what are they doing in Texas? Are they at this they point? Going-
0: I, I think at this point, uh, not much interest in the state in having sort of vaccination documentation as part of uh, okay. travel. Um, it does seem to make sense when you're pulling people together in big crowds. Uh, the peace of mind you would get from knowing that everyone at this event is vaccinated just lets everybody relax a little bit, it would seem to me, and maybe have a better time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we're finding. Um you know everybody that I know that has been fully vaccinated—they're finally going out to dinner again, and life's—you can—you can tell who's had the vaccination. They're smiling again. <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> That's great.
2: Yeah, it's good. Uh, as my wife says, you know, she finally she doesn't have to wash the dishes a couple nights a week. We're out, finally getting out again, and yeah, it's, uh, it's refreshing. I've, you forget how much
0: you miss it. It absolutely is. My wife and I, we this is our third Wednesday last night, we, three Wednesdays in a row we have tried to get out. And uh, I have to say I've missed it. It is very nice not to have to cook and do the dishes every night. And, uh, <laughs> you know, when we get the second one, I think it'll be, we'll be back, back to normal. Um, Mayor, when you're looking up and down the Jersey Shore, and are you in communication with other local leaders and and how have the how have you guys fared compared to the other Jersey Shore uh, beach towns? Uh, do you have a feel for how the rest of the the, the local governments are are doing these days?
2: Yeah, um, we are in touch um, and uh, I feel that the majority uh, the majority of the beach towns uh, survived very well the ones that had boardwalks and, uh, amusement rides, which we don't have. Um, they were a little bit challenged because of the, uh, you know, the density and the occupancy of, you know, how many, how many people on a ride and all that. Yeah. Uh, but, um, and then we had other problems too, where, um, uh, In the towns that had the boardwalks, uh, a lot of them allow you to grab a drink and walk on the boards together. And there were too many people congregating. And, you know, sometimes the uh, local police can be a little overzealous. Uh, And then, you know, when drinking's involved, you have some problems. Uh, You get some heated arguments. Uh, We didn't have that. Uh, We don't have boardwalks. It's just, you know, the the tallest uh, building in on our islands, three stories high. So it's really a residential area. But when you get down to Atlantic city or Wildwood or uh, even ocean city, uh, there's a, a denser uh, population and those towns uh, are known for their partying, their gambling. Yeah. Uh, you know, you go there, uh, to kind of just hang out and, and kind of lose it. You, know, you want to go party and that's where they go.
0: Let it so rip. That,
2: that was very challenging. Uh, but in all uh, what amazed me the most is how few businesses uh, uh were lost uh, people survived
0: you know that's a, that's a great news and a great testament to the communities yeah. and the business owners and the patrons really who responsibly yeah. you know kept these businesses going it's really important to uh these these beach towns are built on small business uh especially a town like long beach where uh, you've got a lot of locally owned establishments, and to see them come through this has got to be uh, gratifying for everybody in the town.
2: Yeah, the, uh, like I said, the, the methodology that we proposed in the spring of uh, 2020, was I was talking to different individual uh, restaurant owners, and I said, look, if you have uh, 12 waiters, waitresses, uh, this year you're going, you'll have four, and the rest of them. Have them deliver hmm. and that's what it's all going to be about and instead of waiting on a table for an hour and a half and getting a tip every time you drop off a, a food package you're going to get a tip and everybody's going to make more money huh. and that's exactly what happened
0: well that uh, makes so, people smile
2: yeah absolutely I nothing better so. than having a nice meal delivered to your front steps you know? yeah
0: i've gotten used to that you know yeah i've gotten used yeah. to that <laughs> Uh, you know mayor has the what's the how's your beach look how's the condition of your shoreline these days
2: uh, the beach right now is um it, it is about a little bit below average we had a couple northeasters uh that really scoured the beach and uh you know, we're uh we were due for a beach replenishment in 2022 uh which is i doubt very much if it's that's going to happen i i, I don't hmm. believe uh washington is going to have any money left after you know, all these bailout packages or whatever you want to call them. Um, so we're just, we're just, uh, we have dozers on the beach every day at low tide pushing sand back up where it belongs and, and we'll be ready by summer. Okay, um, it, You know, we're going to be in real good shape, but we can't count on any uh, uh, federal or state assistance uh, this year. Everybody, it appears the governments are all
0: broke. Is that right? And so, you know, the Jersey Shore is one of the most, uh intensely managed uh state beach shorelines out there uh in terms of the number of shoreline restoration projects that are undertaken uh when was your last one that uh
2: Uh, the last one was uh four and a half five years ago and in one section in our southern section okay and uh unfortunately they really didn't have the opportunity to finish it um because when march first comes we have a uh, uh, a wildlife uh, sanctuary on the southern tip and the uh, the piping plovers come in okay. they're endangered so right therefore uh, we can't have any work within a thousand meters of uh, of that area so they had to stop it uh, like two weeks uh two weeks short of complete it hmm. uh, completing and uh, we never kind of caught up in that section of uh, our town uh, but it's uh, yeah, we'll,
0: we'll get through it. Are you um, are you in communication, And these are U.S. Army Corps of Engineers led projects, aren't they? Uh, yes, you know, on they the are. Jersey Shore. Yes, they are. And yes. uh, are you still are you guys in communication with the Corps of Engineers about what's coming down the pike for you? Or
2: yeah, um, actually, the the head guys in our area they're out of the Philadelphia district office. Okay. And, they're my friends. I mean, after all these years, we're friends. And I, yep. We communicate by cell phone, and, you know, so everybody is on the same page. They, quite frankly, really don't know. Um, everybody's kind of in limbo here with the change of administration, right. uh, you know, with the COVID, with all the bailout projects. And it looks yep. like uh, Washington's heading in a different direction. Uh, so uh, we don't know what funding's going to be left, if any.
0: Yeah, I think it's it, it it doesn't seem clear to to us uh, whether the Corps of Engineers shore protection budget is going to be expanded or not. the The last word up bill and the appropriations were were pretty solid and consistent with past practice. But yeah, change of administration, new priorities, a little hard to know. Uh, yeah, and your friends at the Corps of Engineers Philadelphia District haven't. Haven't lined a project up for you at the moment. It doesn't sound like
2: no, uh, they haven't. Um, They're doing a lot of back bay studies. Uh, We sit about three miles out in the ocean, on an average, and our back bays Uh, uh, are becoming problematic. We have uh, you know sea sea level rise, and uh, so they protected the ocean front with the uh, dune infrastructure. Right. So, on the uh, bay side now, we, we're we starting to raise our bulkheads, and a lot of our sedge islands are starting to disappear. Wow. And uh, so, it, you know, it's, uh, their priorities have shifted also.
0: Yeah, that back bay uh, flooding issue is a real one uh, on yeah. barrier islands around the American shoreline, but certainly in the New Jersey area, we, we've read and heard a lot about it, and... Uh, you can't just contend with the sea level rise on the beachfront. You have to concern yourself with the backside of the island as well.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and we are. Everybody uh, is addressing it. We're raising all the bulkhead levels on our street ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, that's that sort of thing. And we're gearing up. Uh, instead of going out to bid on a lot of projects, bulkheading and whatnot, um, I hired, uh, we hired people. Uh, uh, people that are bulkheaders, so they're full-time on our, huh. you know, on our salaries and stuff. So wow. uh, we're we're creating different divisions to address these because if you, where we are, uh, the state of New Jersey, you have to pay prevailing wage. It's a very union-oriented state. Yeah, And when you put a, a bulkhead out to bid, uh, the bids are coming in at $1,000 a, a, a lineal foot. foot. Mm. Yeah. It's getting uh, up there. Yeah, we can do it in house for about 350, 400. Wow. So, yeah, so I mean, it's, we just can't afford going out to bed all the time.
0: So good so you have, good uh, fiscal you, you have management for the town uh, in housing that, because it's, it's fairly straightforward construction, something a, yeah. a city yeah. public works team can handle.
2: Yeah, and I'm a developer, so I'm a good supervisor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it sounds like your beach is in reasonably good shape. Your businesses yep. survived the first year of COVID. Uh, the town kind of got its policy house in order, uh, yep. and it sounds like uh, you're set for a good summer season. Are you, are uh, are you geared up? Are you ready to go? Do you have your lifeguard yet? Or are we still a ways away from fully staffing up your lifeguard team?
2: Well, that yeah, that that is uh, probably our our only problem. Uh, we hire uh, 185 lifeguards. That's yeah. uh, we, We've got the, one of the biggest in the, on the eastern seaboard. And um, the problem is we we have uh, a, a lot of them that come from uh, uh, Australia, eastern uh, Europe. Really? And they're, not, they're not coming this year because uh, of the shelter in place and non-movement. You know, it's two weeks in and two weeks out. Right. Uh, it's, uh, it was so tough to get um, lifeguards. That we bought uh, last year. We closed on a 22-unit motel to house them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, the only way you can keep uh, and, and to, uh, you know, to get them and get them to come in is uh, you have to have affordable housing for them.
0: Okay, so was,
2: so we put two people in a room, and everything worked out. Uh, last year was our first year. this year we were, we were expecting a group from Australia, but um they can't get out now, mayor, i I got to ask it.
0: What's going yeah. on with American young people that they're not taking <laughs> these jobs on? I mean, spending the summer on the Jersey Shore, and you provide are you providing this housing to them for free? these hotels? I mean, they're no. doubled up, but uh, they got to pay a little bit to yeah to live. yeah, yeah we
2: yeah. We make them pay a hundred dollars a week.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: So it it's nothing, you know, it's, it's really nothing. And uh everybody, I mean, we had a, a waiting list last year. Everybody wanted to come in. I mean, I mean, who wouldn't want to live with 40 other uh, lifeguards? I mean, you want to talk about a continuous party. Huh.
0: Now is Okay. I want to know more about it. How much is it? How much? It, because it seems, I mean, come on, this is a great summer job. You're at the beach. Absolutely. You get a place to stay. be uh, People come from Australia and Eastern Europe to, to lifeguard on American beaches. Uh, it's better than the college summer jobs I had when I worked in the oil fields on oil rigs, which was nasty and terrible. And there were no girls in bikinis. Let me tell you that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm Absolutely. just thinking it's a better gig. So, uh, what does it pay? Uh, what do your lifeguards make?
2: Well, they start at one fifty a day, one hundred and fifty bucks a day, and uh, you know the ones that have been with us a while, you know they're in the twelve to fifteen hundred dollar a week range. Oh come uh, on! Yeah, it's great money. Uh, the the biggest problem, the reason mm. we have one hundred and eighty five lot lifeguards show up, the biggest problem in in America today is uh, on August fifteenth. Um, I, I lose, uh, I'm down to about 60 lifeguards because we're all going back to college or yeah, right. whatever, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it I used see. to be Labor Day. Uh, now it's August 15th, yep. but, uh, you know, our tourists are still here. So I have 50, uh, we have 53 guarded beaches and you know we get down to the end of August I've yeah. got one person watching a beach. Wow. Uh sitting a beach and it's you know. Yeah. It's, it's don't prof- you think it's when they when
0: they started school earlier that wrecked summer when we were kids, right? Yeah. I mean yeah. having summer last till Labor Day was that's what you started after Labor Day. That was the norm. That was, that the, was norm. the norm. I yeah, don't know. Absolutely. Who got a hold of that situation and wrecked our summers for us but
2: yeah. I mean, even, uh, you know, now now the football teams and stuff uh, start August 15th. We never had that. We showed yeah. up the first day of class, got our gear and played football. Right. <laughs> the good old days, they call the it. The good Joe. old days. Yeah. <laughs> That's when, when
0: America made more sense. Uh, yeah. So are you uh, yeah, what when, are uh, when you at for reelection?
2: Well, I was just reelected. Um, last year did uh, you so, this, yeah, so i'm in my fourth term how'd you how'd you do
0: what was your uh, uh
2: we were we were on a post so I okay won.
0: so you went handily <laughs> <laughs> the the town yeah. is so well run there's just isn't any reason for anybody to run against you that's a good sign
2: well why would anybody want to run for public office during a pandemic
0: it's right? it's you know local government uh officials are on the front lines and it is a tough job anybody thinks you know it's all gravy and fun when you're in public office uh hasn't been around it because it's a difficult and challenging job all the time Uh, i assume when you walk into the grocery store if anybody's got a complaint they're going to tell
2: you about it (laughs) (laughs) you're on every day Uh, you got it. (laughs) You have it. Yeah. And everybody knows you, which is, which is good. It is good. I prefer, I prefer they, I tell everybody, I prefer you call me or come in and see me as opposed to getting up at a public meeting and yeah, you know, airing your laundry.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, And that's what we do. We have an open door policy and our meetings, our public meetings last about 15 minutes because everybody's informed and Hmm. if you have a problem, you just come in. That's kind of
0: remarkable, Joe. I don't think I've ever talked to any local government official who's told me that they've been in office for, I think, multiple years and said they've never had anything but a unanimous decision yeah. in a, in, in your, on your commission or your council. That, uh, that means you're doing a lot of communicating and a lot of work, as you said, understanding the issues uh, uh, before, you, uh, before you put it to a vote and doing yeah, the groundwork.
2: Absolutely. Um, if you have, we all have differences, and we negotiate a lot. Uh, you know, during our um, you know closed caucus meetings, and you know, we come to an agreement. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, I have to give. Sometimes they have to give, and sometimes we all have to give. And but you come out on a united front, and that's what people want to see. They don't want to see bickering.
0: You know, yeah, keeping the they wheels wanna, running. They wanna, yeah.
2: If they want to see bickering, they can talk to their teenagers,
0: right? <laughs> or turn on cable news. <laughs> yeah. this is one of the reasons <laughs> I don't watch cable news.
2: Oh, man. <laughs> I've watched so much Netflix, I can't even watch the news anymore. Right?
0: well mayor it's a pleasure to get an update from you and uh you're always welcome back i'd love to check in again later in the summer and see how it's all unfolding but it seems like the house is in good shape and you're ready to go for the summer and i wish all the very best up there on the jersey shore in the 2021 tourism season
2: yeah thanks peter and uh anytime give us a call <laughs> appreciate it and you guys uh be safe and have a good summer coming up.
0: We sure will, ladies and gentlemen. It's Mayor Joe Mancini from the great township of Long Beach, New Jersey, and uh, one of the one of the great mayors on the American shoreline. Pleasure to have you on the Local Control Podcast. <laughs>